Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name's Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher, yoga student, and a yoga business coach. And I'm here to support you to share your yoga with the people in your community who really need it. So if you're an amazing yoga teacher, but you sometimes struggle with the business part of what it is that you do, you're in the right place. I hope you thoroughly enjoy everything I've got in store for you. And if you have any suggestions, questions, or ideas for future podcasts, reach out to me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Great. Okay, folks, welcome to this uh, training. My name's Amy McDonald. If you're new to me, uh, a special welcome. It's strange times and um, uh, I want to just check in with everybody and um, you know, I don't want to leave it all unsaid that, that the level of uncertainty that, that we're, um, that we're, I've got my special crystal mile on this morning, the level of uncertainty that we're going through and um, the fear that it's, that it's raising. And so I just wanted to mention that from the get-go. I am um, a yoga business coach, yoga student, most yoga nerd, uh, have been doing trainings like this for a very long time and yet last night I had all of these dreams about not getting here on time and the power going off and all of these kind of anxiety dreams about something that I do every day Uh, and it struck me this morning that even though I thought I was doing all of the things to manage my energy and what I was taking in and who I was talking to and my level of preparedness rather than fear it's insidious that uh, obviously it's still having an impact. If I'm dreaming about maybe fudging up a webinar, that's, you know, something that I've been doing for years. So I just wanted to flag that um, if you're also feeling anxiety, um, it makes sense. And I think what's encouraging about even just coming together today, hopefully you get some great insight about social media, but if nothing else, at least you know that for the next hour, we're going to be together in high vibrational, intentional community with people who get, what it is that you're going through and send nothing but love and support in your direction as you can send back to them. Um, the, today we're going to be talking about some tips and ideas I have about social media. I am um, a reluctant social media user, I, at least I was, uh, and I remember being with my friend at a conference in Dubai where she sat me down and she said, Amy, you need to learn how to do Instagram stories for real. And I was adamant that I didn't and it was too much and I was about yoga and not tech. Uh, And now I've got to say I'm wholly converted. I absolutely love it. Uh, You're all here because of social media. And, I mean, uh, to to, to look for a positive light in a shitty situation, now is a great time for you all to feel great about using social media to communicate with your people but also just to love bomb the hell out of everybody because... I don't need to see any more fear-mongering in my Facebook feed. I would much prefer to see something uplifting from all of you. So it's a really good time, actually, to be mastering some of these skills, to feel more confident, and to let's, like, tip the balance back in what's being shared on social media so that it can be uplifting, empowering, motivating, and inspiring, and as a byproduct, also great for your business. That's my intention for you today. If that sounds good to you, type me a yes or give me an emoji into the chat. Uh, I'd love to see that. So and a quick overview of our agenda for today. I've got some slides which we'll transition to in just one second. Because I am a, a, such an enthusiastic convert, I, um, I'm going to try and keep it to time. I could talk about this for days. Uh, so I've, I've picked out some things that I think will be um, useful in the short term um, to make some quick changes Uh, so that you've got some tangible results that you can take away and use after our time together. At the end of my presentation, I am going to segue into talking about a short course that I'm currently enrolling, all about social media specifically for yoga teachers. Um, It's the sales pitch, if you like. I'm going to tell you when that transition happens. So if you don't want to listen to me talk about all the reasons why I think you should join me for this program, you can leave the meeting with lots of love and go implement what you've learned. Just want to let you know that that's going to be part of what we get to at the end of our time together so you don't feel uh, hoodwinked. But for right now, um, while I'm uh, about to get the slides sorted out, I'd love to know where everybody else is. So just type into the chat um, where you are in the world. Um, And if you like, uh, just to get a pulse on it, you know, how you're feeling right now. Um, Just, you know, uh, I think it's useful to just check in with everybody. So where are you? 
How are you feeling? Type it into the chat. Natalia says, hell yeah, about social media. Hannah gives me the heart emoji. UK about an hour south of London. Nice one. Oh, Kelly. Callie. No, I've still got it right. With my eyes in the morning, I'm still reading it wrong. Bermuda, Fort Lauderdale. So much of Florida I've yet to discover. Redmond. Hmm. Uh, I'm originally from Adelaide, says Hannah, but I've been living in Berlin for two years. I am so jealous of that. I freaking love Berlin. Manchester and Marie is feeling uncertain. I hear you, girl. Amy, stop reading. Launch the bloody slides. See, I told you. Just chat to you all forever. Right. Don't do that. Do this. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. Here's the slides. Um, there's me in quite a nice photograph. No? Photographs. Photographs of yourself. Important part of social media uh, confidence, but that's for another day. So let's kick it off. First up, this is the biggest principle that I'm going to share with you all in the next hour. If you get this, everything else will shift, I promise you. So in yoga, the term saver refers to selfless service, doing things without, doing things with um, a full open heart uh, in a, in a um, in a, in, a, in a way that seeks to uplift the recipient of your action and in a way that is unattached to any outcome for yourself, right? Uh, and I really, really, if you get nothing else from this presentation, please take this, that your social media is actually your opportunity to be in service to your community. And if you can start to consider it through that lens, it won't feel onerous, it won't feel superficial, it won't feel overwhelming, it will simply feel like another way that you can be contributing to the positivity and the well-being of the people who are following you, who are interested in your topic and who are looking to better themselves through things such as yoga or whatever the, method, the methodology is that, that you practice. But this one is key. Like if you are really in uh, social media contraction, put this one on a sticky note and stick it on your computer or have it as, as, as the home screen on your phone, but let this be your mantra until you don't need it anymore, that your social media is your saver. When it comes to your yoga business, and let's face it, we're not teaching yoga because it looked like the easiest way to make a buck. We're teaching yoga because in some way yoga has healed or transformed us and we feel in a very deep and profound way that it is part of our dharma, part of our life path, to share that with other people. So using social media is like a free giant megaphone where you can share your message to the world in a way that with our sankalpa, with our intention, can be healing and uplifting for all who receive it. That's my biggest... In fact, we can finish the webinar right now. Like, I'll go make you all a coffee. Let's just chat. That's the most important thing that you can possibly get from this, this presentation. Stop thinking about social media as, oh, bloody hell, I guess it's 2020 and I should really get better at this. Start thinking about it as an opportunity to be in service and everything is going to shift. So, okay, let's take that as a premise. Nice one, Amy. So what? How do I actually do that? Let's move on. So here I'm just going to break down some points about exactly that. How do you start to... Think about your social media as an opportunity to be in service and less about some other thing that has to get done it's not on the, or, or something that you're not skilled enough for or uh, young enough for or yoga body enough for, whatever the hell that is. How do you actually start to transition into practicing the belief that social media can be saver? So the first one is that only sharing things from the heart what does that mean? That means only sharing things that are true for you and that you think could be helpful to others. Now, this is not um, a mandate to overshare. This is not a mandate to share your darkest, deepest thoughts, your ultimate murky truth. I mean, if that's your brand and that's how you roll and that's the type of yoga that you share, sure. But for those of you who are a bit more like me and like to have private life as private life and work life as work life, it simply means when you are sharing useful, meaningful, uh, inspiring, motivating information, that it's genuine for you and that you feel good about it, that it's something that you've found useful or it's an insight that you think is worth sharing, but it feels genuine. 
if you've ever had, in fact, type into the chat for me, if you've ever felt that, give me a yes into the chat, if you've ever felt a hesitancy about using social media because it somehow feels superficial. Does anybody have that belief? This is the antidote to thinking that social media is, is, so, is just superficial. You, you've got to share from the heart. You've got to share what is true for you. Uh, let me see if so someone has a... Yeah, yeah. So if that has been something um, that you've experienced, this idea of it just feels so fake and everybody's lives always look so good and life's not really like that, my invitation to you is to consider that you only share from the heart what is true and meaningful and that's going to slice through the belief that's, that social media can be superficial. Powerfully, it is also a way to genuinely connect with people. We all feel better about sitting with each other right here, right now, because we've just talked about the fact that, you know what, it's kind of scary being a yoga teacher right now. Like everything that we do for our livelihood involves getting people in groups and the more in the group, the better. And we've just walked into a time where that's not okay anymore. So now that we've all had that shared understanding, sharing from the heart, we feel more comfortable with each other. Um, so, so, yeah, Marie says it does concern me sometimes that social media often shows the bright side of people's lives. I think it's important that we stay positive and motivating because I don't know about you, but it's like when you go to the hairdresser and, and all you hear is her complaining about her kid's teacher or whatever. I don't want that. But I don't think we need to spiritually bypass either. I think we can be real with people. Sharing from the heart is going to help you overcome the fear that social media is superficial. Uh, so similarly, seek to give rather than to get. Again, if you feel that social media can be salesy or pushy, if you don't like the idea of um, always asking for money, flip it. And instead of doing posts on your social media that are about come to class, buy my workshop, get my sign up for my Patreon, for my YouTube, instead of um, always asking, seek to give. What can you give? Here's a link to an MP3 a Yoga Nidra that I made. Here's an article about yoga studios and COVID-19 that I thought was interesting. Here's an album that I've just bought and I'm loving. Check it out. Seek to give. And again, that's going to help you get back into that space of your social media being more about savor and less about uh, overwhelming, superficial shooting, right? Um, Hannah says, I don't have an Instagram for that reason. Oh, my goodness. You need Instagram, Hannah. Instagram is the best, and I never thought I would say that four years ago. And then the last one here is to, to stop thinking that your social media is about you. It's not about you. It's not about you, and this is such good news. It's not about you. It's about your followers. It's about the people who are consuming your content. It is the, it's about the people who are listening and watching what it is that you're doing. That's what makes your social media savor. If you are contracted about social media because you think you're not good enough, you don't look like a yoga teacher should look, you've got nothing interesting to say, you don't want to share your private life with the world, if it's all about me, 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 then that small self-thinking is getting in the way of people who need you, hearing from you, finding you and being able to join in your offerings. If you live in a town, small town, and you're not on Instagram and using the hashtag of your small town, and you're good at yoga and teaching and you believe in it and you're passionate and you want to help people, if you're not on Instagram sharing useful content and using the right hashtags, the people in your town that are looking for you right now can't find you. So if you genuinely want to be in service, if you're contracted and worried about all the things that make you not right for social media or social media not right for you, you're denying the people who are looking for you access to find you. It's not about you. It's about them. If you look at my Instagram, it's just loads of pictures of me. Believe it or not, I am a highly sensitive person who needs so much alone time. I'm dating right now. This guy that I've met, he's really nice. 
and like he's 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 had Shaktipat. Like how I live in the middle of nowhere. How am I going to find a guy that's had Shaktipat from Guru Mai? This is a really interesting person, but I don't want to see him for more than sixty minutes at a time, man, because I need a whole lot of time by myself. You look at my Instagram, and it's all about me, except it's not about me. That took time to overcome the fact that. It turns out, Amy, if you put pictures of your face on the internet with something uplifting in the comments, people send you messages like, thanks, I really needed to hear that today. Okay, well, I don't like having my photo taken personally, and I feel awkward, at least I used to, about sticking my face on the internet all the time. But if one person sees my head and, and reads my comment and it makes them feel a little bit better that day, how dare I not do that? It's not about you. It's about the people who are consuming your content. We're going along at a clip, folks. How are we doing? Give me a check-in. Is this making sense so far? Type me something into the chat. Okay, so let's transition to talk about some uh, nuts and boltsy pieces. So you've got some tools. We've talked mindset. This is a whirlwind. We've talked mindset. Now let's talk about techniques. We've done the shakti, uh, you know, um, energetic kind of feminine encoded stuff. Now we're going to talk about the Shiva, masculine encoded, tick the boxes, get the stuff done stuff. So let's do some stuff about Insta first. If you don't have an Instagram account, please get one. Um, and, and once we've completed the training component, I'll tell you about how, what, how I'll teach you how to use it in my course and why I actually think, um, I actually think that for right now, uh, it's the best social media platform to be using. Talk about that later. But for right now, here's something for all of you who are currently using Instagram. You're going to love this. People want to know, how do you grow your following on Instagram? So the first thing that you do is you post great content, exactly covering the three points that I've just talked about in terms of converting your mindset to consider that social media is safer rather than some onerous, overwhelming task that you have, like, you know, aversion. You can feel it, Right. Oh, I didn't get into teaching yoga to just be sat on my computer. I don't want to look at my phone all the time. Okay, sure. But what about, um, wow, here's another thing that just was meaningful for me. Maybe there's someone out there in internet land that might find this meaningful right now. Share service. How do you actually grow your Instagram following? So you do that by following and unfollowing people. And I'm going to talk you through the very quick process. If you're looking to grow your followers on Instagram, this is how you do it. This is how I do it. This is how I teach my clients to do it. This is the ethical way to do it. Buying followers, not ethical. Using an automated following and following system personally, well, not ethical in the sense that it's in breach of the Instagram terms and conditions. So that's all we need to know there. This is how you do it ethically. Right, let me just move the thing. So here is, um, so I live in a town called Castlemaine and um, this is, uh, actually this is a business in Body Pilates Castlemaine whose studio space I rent sometimes where I'm teaching my classes. So this is just the top of their Instagram um, screen. I've taken a screenshot for you. In Body Pilates Castlemaine is their uh, handle. And you can see there at the time when I took the screenshot, they have 275 followers and they're following 206 people. So what I know already is that the people in Castlemaine who like or who are following in Body Pilates Castlemaine probably like Pilates in Castlemaine. So they like doing that sort of stuff in my town. That means that there are 275 people right there who might be interested in my yoga. Right? They like Pilates. They live here. I might like yoga. So how do I encourage those people? Because we know that they're probably, you know, they're, they're uh, pre-identified as being interested. How do I encourage them to check me out and see if they might like what I'm offering? This is how you do it. So you click on, get your phone out if you want to do this as we, uh, as we go. You click on the followers in their, uh, pro in their profile, on their, on their profile page, and it will bring them all up. Here's all the people that, or a little bit of it at least, um, the people that were following Embodied Pilates Castlemaine. And then my job is to just follow all those people. So suddenly I'm following all these folks who happen to like Embodied Pilates Castlemaine. Does that make sense? It's all you do. And what if you... You need to be mindful about how many you do. You can only do, um, I would say, to be conservative, 
you could follow 30 people three times a day, right? That's what you do. Just down the list, follow, 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 clicking all of these people, checking out their accounts. Then, depending on, depending on um, who they are, they'll see that you've started following them and some of them, maybe 20%, maybe 50%, will follow you back because they wanted to, because they thought, huh, this Amy Yoga Biz Coach looks interesting. I think I've seen her down the supermarket. I'm going to follow her back. That's it. And if they're like, huh, yeah, that's nice. I've got a new follower, but I don't really care for her, so I'm not going to follow her back, then that's okay too. That's it. That's the ethical way to grow your following. Okay, that's point one on Instagram. Point two on Instagram, your bio. Man, do I see people get this one wrong. Your bio needs to be interesting and it needs to talk about you. Emojis in your bio, so I'm talking about this section here, emojis work really well. Bullet points work really well. What I recommend is that you do uh, emojis, bullet points, and you include the primary uh, deliverables that you have. So uh, local yoga classes now online. Talk about that in a minute. Um, Reiki, uh, remote, excuse me, remote Reiki treatments. Um, uh, I don't know, like yoga teacher trainer or British Wheel of Yoga accredited or whatever. And then one line in your bio which talks about you as a person. So for me, I love coffee, travel, dogs, gardening, and yoga, 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 which is like, completely accurate <laughs> but something that just says I'm a real person this is what I'm into yeah so that you're instantly relatable so make sure that your bio is compelling it looks it's visually appealing and that you're taking up all of the space that you can take up then in Instagram you only have one opportunity to have an active hyperlink and so that's the, you get one hyperlink in your bio and any other URL that you use in a comment is not clickable. So what that means is the link in your bio becomes incredibly important. And for most of us, we probably have more than one thing available for people. So for me, I've got some free training, I've got a podcast, and then right now I have two um, training programs that I'm selling. So... There's four things that I would like to have if I could. I would have four links all on my bio, but Instagram says, no, you can only have one. So I recommend that you use this free software called Linktree. And what that does is uh, you can see here in my bio, I have it. If you click it, it brings up this extra screen, which gives you op opportunities to, in fact, have more hyperlinks. Now, this is a uh, one that I've did a while ago so it's got a different list than if you clicked my bio right now but still it's got four hyperlinks it still kind of looks enough like my brand colors because I picked it to be sort of bluish and purplish which are my brand colors and within the Instagram um, people feel like within the Instagram app they're simply getting presented with a sub menu that gives them four options to then click through to different websites depending on which button they press. So Linktree, L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E. -E. If you're not using something like that already, it's a quick hack and it lets you have more than one link in your Instagram bio. And the next thing I want to talk about, well, 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 here. the next thing I want to talk about uh, for Instagram is you've got to have like amazing content, amazing content. This is really important. Um, you know, if, if people often say to me, oh, I, I post all the time on Instagram, but I just don't get any response. That's not Instagram's fault. That's because you're being boring with love or irrelevant or um, maybe the, the comments you spent an, half an hour agonising over crafting the perfect comment, but your photo is really schmappy and nobody stops in there, more, 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 because it's like oh, another one, another one. You've got to have amazing content. Um, and again, not because you're like, hey, look at me. I've got some tight pants on and flip. But because, in fact, you're looking to inspire and motivate people. Your content needs to be great. You're not allowed in this moment to go, that's too hard. Eh. No. If you are called 
if you have been called, if something or somewhere, someone has blown a conch that says, I'm sorry, but your dharma is to help people with yoga, then you need to figure out, okay, if that's my dharma, then I need to tell people, here I am, how can I help? And the best way to do that in 2020 is using social media. Okay, my job then is to figure out what is amazing content for me and my people. What do my people want to see? How can I really be in service by giving them great stuff? This doesn't mean that you need to be Keno McGregor and um, maybe it's easier if you live in Fort Lauderdale, I don't know, but you don't need to suddenly be some glamazon who can do Astavakrasana on a cliff. But it might mean that you might test some different types of content and see what people like. Maybe you have the cutest pet rabbit in the world and it turns out people can't get enough of seeing your rabbit every day with something from the Yoga Sutras. Maybe that's amazing for your people. Your job is to figure out what would be amazing and how can I give that to people so that I am being in service. If you've got something powerful to say, your job is to figure out how to say it in the most compelling, eye-catching way, because remember, Instagram is a visual platform, so that more people can receive it. If you have the medicine, you need to get it to the people. Your job is to figure out what would amazing content be for you. So here's some hacks on what amazing content looks like. Amazing photos. I like the word amazing. Amazing photos. Again, doesn't have to be you with a spray tan in a gold bikini to be an amazing photo. Thank God, because <laughs> ain't no way that's happening for me. And that's good news for all of us. If you follow me on Instagram, you better, you're grateful that I don't have a spray tan in a gold bikini. That is uh, actually, you know what? It would probably get a lot of interaction in the sense that a lot of people would be like, yeah, if she can look like that in a bikini, so can I. <laughs> amazing photos mean considered um, eye-catching pictures you know they're not shitty photos that are a bit blurry they're not that you've thought about it maybe you've used a filter maybe you've used a preset maybe you have had some professional photos taken maybe you found some great photos some free royalty free photos that are really beautiful really think about the images that you're using and test try different images to see what sort of response you get from people because um what you think is amazing might be different from what your followers think is amazing. Like I said before, I don't think that lots and lots of pictures of me doing the happy face is amazing. But turns out they're the photos that people respond to more. Me smiling at the camera is what people seem to like. That's what they think is amazing. Okay, I'll do more of those. Um, make your comments, like I said before, in terms of coming straight from the heart, warm, real and connected. You know, um, be genuine with people. You don't need to overshare. There is no need for you to transgress your own social media intimacy boundaries. What for you is private, it's to stay private. For example, I talk about dating all the time. If you're a listener of my podcast, I'm regularly talking about dating, but I will never identify who it is that I'm dating. I'm talking about my dating life because it makes for a fun anecdote for a whole lot of stuff in business but I'm a very private person and so the specifics of what that looks like totally off the table similarly for some people um kids some people kids are in the mix some people kids and talking about them is off limits you get to decide what your social media intimacy level is and you never have to transgress that boundary and you certainly don't need to overshare in order to be warm and relatable Everybody can respond to a message that says, um, we're living in uncertain times. I find that a grounding practice that incorporates Riparita Karani can be really helpful when I'm feeling a bit heady and ungrounded. Here's how you do it, right? That's warm, real, and connected. It doesn't have to be... Um, I'm really frightened this morning because I woke up and I've got a runny nose and I don't know what's going on. And if you're freaking out too, then... Blah, 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 whatever, I don't know. I've only got 250,000 rolls of toilet paper in my house. I don't know. You can be real and warm and connected without oversharing. And then the third one about amazing content is making sure that you're using really great hashtags. This is Hashtags are super important. And if you're using hashtags that have millions of uses already, they're not serving you. 
your hashtags need to be small. And I'll talk later about what that means. But for the most part, if you're using hashtags like hashtag yoga, hashtag namaste, hashtag yoga every day, don't, they're not, no one's seeing your content if they're searching by those hashtags because um, they're, they're blown. So many people have used them already that no one's going to find your content if you're using those hashtags. You're wasting an opportunity because you only have 30 hashtags to post. You're wasting an opportunity to use a hashtag that's actually going to help the people who need you to find you. All right, that's some quick hacks on Instagram. Let's do a check-in. How are people going? I know there's a lot, and I'm going to give you the replay um, so that you can go back and take notes. Anybody have any questions at the halfway point about anything that I've covered so far? I don't think so. Okay. All good, says Glennis. All right, Glennis, you get to be the, the community spokesperson. Awesome. Love it. All right, let's move on then. So let's talk about the book face. Um, so I don't know about you, but for me, my, generally my audience is probably 38 to 58 is where my people are. Generally, I've got some fabulous outliers, but for the most part, we're, you know, we're Gen X kind of. Uh, and uh, we're still hanging out on the book face. Definitely, if you have a baby boomer audience, they're on Facebook, like hard. If they're anything like my dad, hard on Facebook. Um, so Facebook is still important. Now, that doesn't mean that uh, um, you have to use it. I don't, I'm, I don't, like I've, I've got better things to do, like reading books by swamis than sit there like, oh, my God, I, whatever people, I don't even know. Here's a picture of my, I don't know, whatever. I don't use Facebook personally, but I sure as heck use it for my business. In fact, a bunch of you are here because you saw an ad that I ran on Facebook. Um, I certainly use it for my business because people are still hanging out there. So let's talk about some important principles to make sure that your Facebook page is as compelling as it could be so that you can be in service to the people who are looking for you, the people who need what it is that you have to offer. Uh, right, so cover and profile photos. Oh, my goodness. This is one that I see. Well, I love you all so much. This is one that I see yoga teachers get so wrong. <laughs> love you. So wrong so often. And I used to do it, so not judging anybody here. Okay, here's my, I think this is what my current ones look like. Look at that. There's Amy's head. There's Amy's head. Amy's head to the left. Quite good hair. Amy's hair to the right. What the hell is going on with that hair? Man, that was a photo shoot in Bangkok. I think humidity in a tuk-tuk is what happened to that hair. Certainly the eye makeup in Bangkok, if you say to somebody, don't do too much eye makeup, you still get that. Man. Anyway, and also notice this was an opportunity for Amy to have her tummy photoshopped and she didn't. Poochie tummy realness poochie tummy realness that should be a hashtag okay so this is your the cover photo is the square one that says amy mcdonald supporting talented blah, 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 blah. that's your cover photo your profile photo is the picture of your head in a circle these two pictures i see people get wrong all the time like for example oh i'm going to be a real yoga teacher i'm going to take my business very seriously i'm going to have a logo designed and I'm going to use my logo as my profile photo. If that is you, if you are currently using your logo as your profile photo, admit in the chat immediately. The reason that this is not a good idea is because every time you comment on stuff, you're missing the opportunity for people to remember what you look like. Also, simply from a human brain perspective, if I see your smiling face, I'm instantly more connected to you because I'm looking you in the eyes, even though it's just your photo, than if I'm seeing your logo. So you could have the best Lotus uh, Ardha Chandrasana logo combination ever invented on Fiverr. No matter how good your logo is, I can't look you in the eye and feel like we have a connection. People can look at that lady Hey, Glennis, that was a photo taken in Brisbane. People can look at that lady and I go, oh, yeah, I get her. 
Got it. She looks a bit like me. She's not a bendy pretzel. She looks happy. She's fairly well. Thanks, Airbrush Foundation. I, I, could, I could get with that. Maybe I might sign up for something she's offering. Rather than, oh, look, it's another Lotus logo. I guess that means it's yoga. Uh, relatable. Ditto with your cover picture. If you have just a photo there that you took in class or uh, like a landscape, it's the ocean because I believe that yoga is about tranquility. Confess. Confess to me right now in the chat. If you have just some, or maybe it's a photo that you took in a workshop that's kind of badly cropped, so you've got maybe two people's full body in uh, in Svanasana, but then there's like someone's butt and then the back of someone's head and it kind of does. No more. Go to canva.com, choose the email cover photo template and make yourself a business cover photo that has your face on it. And if you have a studio, it can have all your faces on it. It gets to have your logo. If you have a logo, you put it there and it has some text on it so that when people land on your Facebook page, they know where they are. This is the sign in the front window of your shop. It needs to tell people which shop they've come to. Um, Hannah says, me doing Utita Pajvakanasana with the ocean in the background. So, okay, so does that mean that we can't see your face? This is another one. I've had this beautiful look. It's me doing um, like reverse warrior and it's in, in a sunset, except it's from the back and you can't see my face. So actually that would be like me walking into your shop, you're standing at the counter with your back to me compared to you're standing at the counter with a warm smile and I'm like, oh, hey, and you say, hey, instantly connected. The other thing I think it's important to remember, this is a cultural thing and it's not true for all places, but for a lot of places, definitely where I teach, if I have a photo that is too aspirational, I've been doing yoga for a while, not as much as I used to be able to, but I can still do some whacked out shit for most people's standards, not for us as yogis, but for people who haven't done yoga before, they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. If I have a photo of that nature for my community, that's not relatable enough. That's ostracizing. It makes people think, fuck, I can't do that. I can't even touch my toes. How the hell am I going to be able to stand on my head? Uh, she's not the teacher for me. So it's also you need to remember that while for us as yogis, it can be a beautiful, uplifting photo. Wow, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this woman on the beach doing Tidibhasana and it's just gorgeous. As long as it's not crotch full frontal in short pants. I just have a thing about that. But anyway, that's a, that's a mulabunda conversation for another day. My point is make sure that when you are choosing the photo that it's relatable. There's something about leaning forward slightly with your hands on your hips that says, okay, let's do this. I'm a real person. I've got a poochie tummy. Do you want to do some yoga? For my people, that's a good deal. Uh, Kathy, hey, Kathy. Kathy says, can you repeat, please, where to find the cover photo template on Canva? Yeah, um, Kathy, Canva's um, templates are awesome. Just use the search function when you first load the homepage. If you just search facebook cover it'll pop up yeah um and just i always just choose the blank one and make my own but they obviously they have you know um pre-formulated free templates amazing amazing software yeah you bet okay so here we go as i've just said the cover pic needs to declare what your business is profile pic needs to show your face not your logo and um this is another hack that people miss out on. When you load, a, you know this already, when you make a post in Facebook, you load a photo and you type something, right? Every time you load a photo, you type a comment. The same is true for these. So if you go click on your profile photo and, you, and it loads up, there will be a, a space where you could have put in a comment and most people forget to do that. Similarly, if you click your cover photo, it'll bring up the photo and there'll be space where you could have typed something. You probably know this already, but every time you change your profile photo or your cover photo, Facebook sends out a whole lot more notifications to people. Amy McDonald has just changed her cover photo. So it's a really great time for people to get a, a ping to say, hey, go look at your business. So if they go click that, if you don't write something in the comments, you're missing the opportunity to tell people what it is that you wanna tell them. So a great example is make sure that you have a comment on your profile photo that says something about who you are and what you do. I'm Amy McDonald. I love teaching smart, 
sweaty, playful yoga in Castlemaine. I also offer workshops, retreats, and events. If you want to learn more, here's a link to my website. That's all it has to say. But if someone goes and clicks my photo, I'm, I've got it. They're, they're interested, and I have an opportunity to tell them a little bit more than simply showing them the photograph. This is one that people miss all the time. Okay, um, next on Facebook, share your stuff. Share your stuff. Um, you know, share stuff that if you're if you're stuck on what to post on Facebook, Facebook is a sharing platform. So if you if, if you feel overwhelmed about having to generate content, share what's coming through your inbox. I'm on a bunch of mailing lists, as I'm sure you all are, and there's one. Um, an ashram in uh, Rishikesh, they have this email, it comes out every Monday, Motivational Mondays, and there's always a picture of the Swami and he's saying something interesting. I just drag that off the email and drag it on over to my Facebook page because it's good, it's uplifting, it's yoga, it's easy. I'm interested in it. So because I'm interested in connecting people who are like-minded, chances are my people are interested in it. I'm just sharing my stuff. DJ Drez put out a new album last week. I'm just sharing the link because I can't get enough of that. Hey, check this out. It's useful. You know, this is all just me being in savor. Here's an uplifting thing from Swami in Rishikesh. Here's a cool album you might like to check out. Share what's going on. Share your stuff. What's coming through your inbox? What's interesting for you? Share. Share, share, share. Facebook is made for sharing. And temporary sidebar to just go coronavirus for one second I really feel that right now we need to tip the balance back into positivity on social media. So sharing uplifting, inspiring stuff is really important right now because if everyone else is at home with their kids and trying to do work but they've got their kids and it's all just a bit of a shit show, they're probably just scrolling through because we're all a bit addicted, their news feed. I'd much prefer them to see some inspiring, even goofy stuff from you than all just fear-mongering about running out of toilet paper and face masks. I really think that their life, that is a massive part of all of our lives right now and it doesn't mean it needs to be the only thing that we're thinking about. So the more positivity that you're sharing, the more motivation, the more connection that you're sharing, it's helping to dilute the panic that's also out there. Share your stuff. Number three, you need to love live video. You need to love live video. You need to do live videos on your Facebook page, especially now if you're starting to teach your classes online. You need to be down with making live video on your Facebook page. Uh, type into the chat, folks, if you are all over live video and you love it and you can't get enough. Let me know. Um, or type into the chat if you know you probably might have to now do it because your studio is closed down, but the idea of doing live video terrifies you because what if you F it up? I want to know those people as well. Who's, where are you at with live video? And hey to people who have just jumped on and I haven't said hello to you yet. Anybody, anybody want to confess? I've got to say, um, the, the first time I started doing lives, it was before, um, oh, great. Glennis, aren't you doing live video yet? You would be amazing on video. Um, <laughs> Melissa says, I've, I've never did one with my voice or face. I don't know what was on your video then. I guess it was like the look at the nature or just sunlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, I love talking to you all. Aren't we just fabulous people? This is so fun. You know, just as, a, as an aside, um, yoga teacher to yoga teacher, person to person, really I think one of the biggest blocks with social media is self-worth, right? And, and one of the reasons that I love teaching yoga teachers how to use social media platforms is because who you become in the process and what you overcome about your own limiting beliefs in order to be in service, which I think personally is actually what yoga is about. Um, it's not about Vastava Krasana or whatever. It's actually about better, you know, letting go of limiting beliefs in order to be in greater service. That's what, that's actually at the heart of why I'm so excited about teaching people about social media because exactly that, um, that, that, that we all can feel like, oh, I'm not quite good enough or I'm not ready or what if I fuck it up or I'm scared of people not liking it or you know, all of this really fundamental, you know, down in the bottom kind of energy body fear 
um, you get to work it through. You get to heal it and resolve it. By who knew? Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. Who knew that this was the place where we get to resolve some of those deep, deep wounds? But it is. Yes, you need to love live video. Sherry says, I hate live video. <laughs> oh, Sherry, I love you. Um, <laughs> Hannah says, YouTube Yogi, one take only. It feels live. Okay. Yeah, nice. Um, so you need to love it. Uh, and here's the thing. This is what's so hilarious to me. You know, if you're here now, chances are you've, you've studied at least 200 hours of how to stand in front of people and teach. That's what live video is. I mean, if you had 200 people on your Facebook Live, message me because you're my hero. But chances are you'll have like four. And if you've done a yoga teacher training, you've done at least 200 hours of learning how to do that. And if you've been teaching for any period of time, you've got that many hours of experience in doing exactly that. All live video is, is you're using your phone as your studio space. You know how to stand up in front of people and teach something. That's all the live video is. And I don't know about you, but when I'm teaching, I'm always fucking things up. Left, right, we forgot this side, we lunged on that side and we didn't on this. I'm gonna try my best, but there are mistakes. I'll probably, I'll make at least one a class. But I'm not at the end sat in my car going, oh, my God, I can never do that again. I totally forgot. I said right instead of left. And what am I going to? No. I'm like, eh, another day at the office. The same is true for if it goes on a video. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're a fuck up. It means that you're normal. And you know what else is really cool? When you do stuff, that's when you've made a mistake. I made a mistake for all of you today. I got getting sat down here, getting organized and realized, tried to load into the, uh, the, the Zoom the link that I sent you all yesterday, it didn't work. But, oh, well, here's the right one. Like when you make mistakes in the public domain, it shows everybody else that making mistakes is okay. It's normal. It's human. And it's 100% recoverable. So, please, you need to love live video. And you know how to do it because you've taken a truckload of training in how to do it. Standing up and teaching people. That's all it is. It's just using your phone instead of being in person. And arguably, that should be less scary. And if you fluff it up, you're just showing people that making mistakes is okay. Again, I think a fundamental teaching of yoga. So anybody feeling a little bit more prepared about trying out some live video? Maybe, maybe. I, uh, I would love it. Your people will love it. Facebook will love it. There's so many reasons why live video is great for you. So here's some, here's some things to try. Uh, teach something. Just teach something. Teach Nadi Shodana. Feeling overwhelmed from scary stuff in the news? Teach them alternate nostril breathing. And then at the end, offer something. If you found this pranayama useful, uh, on the weekend, I'm teaching a 90-minute home virtual retreat. If you'd like to join me, DM me and I'll send you the link to my Zoom. That's it. And then finish the video, post it to your newsfeed, and then after, go in and edit the comments to say, in this video, I, I've taught a quick uh, breathing technique that can really help bring you back to balance if you're feeling unsettled. I'm also offering the opportunity to join me on the weekend for a 90-minute home-based virtual retreat. If you would like to sign up for that, here's the link. That's it. Marie's feeling more motivated. Yes, yes. It'll be worthwhile. Awesome, Marie. But can you see, it's not, it's not hard. It's just you doing you. It's the whole, you know, let's demystify this nonsense about perfectionism on social media. You already chat to people all the time about yoga stuff. You know, if you're, if you're an oils person, you're already talking about all the oils. If you're a crystal person, you've got a crystal in your bra that you're ready to give somebody at any time. This is just another way that you can say, hey, I've got a thing that might help. It's just you doing you, but using a free, bigger broadcasting system, i.e. social media. Okay. So um, Melissa says, I did commit to my students. Oh, hang on. Let me slide the window. I did commit to my students yesterday about going Facebook Live next Wednesday, leading our monthly Reiki circle. Hells yes, Melissa. I want to go to that. Um, good for you. 
Good for you. I've got to uh, remind me, everybody, to tell you at the end about this online training thing that I hooked up for if you can come if you want. Uh, Natalie says, I think my hesitation is it feels fake because you're talking to a block of metal, not people. Yeah, so that's, the, that's you. You've got to think of, um, imagine, you have to, this is a mindset thing. Imagine that you're talking to your most favourite students. Imagine that you're just talking to your most favourite students. And over time... <laughs> Over time, the feedback will start coming in and the people will start, like I get these most beautiful messages in my inboxes just with people saying, oh, thanks, that really helped me today. Boom, straight away. If I was in a funk, if I was like, oh, God, is anybody even listening? I get one message like that and I think, okay, Amy, you can do more. Get back in the race. What else? How else can you help people? Though, as, it's, as that starts to happen, Natalia, um, you won't feel that as much. It won't feel like you're just shouting out into the void. Um, it just takes one person to send you a love note like that and you'll be good to go, I promise. It's incredibly, it's an incredible balm. Um, so see what, see what works. Try stuff out. Look, notice. Do people, what do people like more of? Do more of that. What didn't get so much attention? Drop that. Don't do it anymore. Be consistent you know, posting something every couple of weeks and wondering why you're not getting new students is uh, a waste of thinking time. Be consistent. Share more. Share more. Share in a way that's consistent. Um, and then remember that social media is safer. If you're all contracted and, and um, resistant and got all this aversion about it, then you're getting in the way of the people who need the gift that you have. Social media is simply an opportunity to talk to more people who are already looking for what you have. That's all. It's a platform for where you can be in service. It's not about selling your shit. It's about offering things that are hopefully useful and meaningful to people and then along the way collecting folks who would like to accept an invitation from you to sign up for something that you're offering. But because it's safer, your intention is not to sell shit. Your intention is to serve first and then offer and be grateful for anybody who says yes and not be ruffled by anybody who says thanks but no thanks. Yeah? I think we're at the end of the content. Yeah, so we're at the end of everything that I wanted to share. Um, and like I said, I am going to spend a few minutes talking about my social media course that um, registrations are open for now. But before I get into that and tell you, all about why I totally think that you should sign up because it's so much fun. Um, let me know if you have any questions about anything that we've covered so far and I'll answer some quick ones now um, and then uh, if you like later I can, after this I can um, spend some more time. Do I have a Facebook page or private group? Um, do you, do me personally, I have both. Um, but Natalia, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know enough about you and your business to, to make a recommendation. Um, Facebook, what I do know is Facebook groups aren't as powerful as they used to be and we have more functionality on social media such that we don't need to rely on Facebook groups as much. But having a good Facebook group does require some uh, administration. So if you're already feeling maxed, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, Hannah says, is it true that there are prime times to post? Uh, yes, Hannah. Um, for Instagram... Um, really the prime time to post is in terms of getting the best response from an algorithm perspective and I won't go into too much detail what's important is that you get back to people's comments pretty much immediately the faster the better and if it's outside of an hour then it's not going to have a positive implication for the algorithm so what I recommend to people is while there might be peak times um, what's actually more influential is that you determine the peak time based on when you will be available to comment back so for me, I tend to post early in the morning on Instagram because that's when I'm going to be on my phone. Um, I see clients early in the morning. I'm already at work at sort of 6.30. So that makes sense to me. During the middle of the day, I'm out working out in the garden, walking my dog. I, I'm, I don't, it's not a good time for me to be getting back to people in the moment. So I would suggest that finding prime time based on when you can get back to people is actually more important than when seems to be you know, peak hour when people sat on the tube or whatever looking for, um, what do you call it? What do you call it? What do you call that? Um, man, I've totally forgotten the name of it. 
it's not the metro. What do you call it? Anyway, you know what I mean. They're not. Maybe it's commuter time, but if you can't get back, if that time doesn't work for you, then I wouldn't suggest it. Um, tube. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's a tube for you, Marie, but I don't know what it is for Hannah. Can't remember. Um, Uban. Genau. Thank you. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, also. Okay, folks, uh, last call for questions, and then we're going to wrap this component, and I'm going to invite you to check out my social media confidence for yoga teacher program. Oh, I wish I could show you my dog right now. He's just luxuriating right here with me. Um, okay, I'm not getting any more questions, so I'm going to change direction. If you're leaving us, if you're leaving us, um, thank you so much for being a part of this, um, and I hope in the little bit of time we've had together that there's been some um, useful information. Uh, please, please, please um, take good care and tr let's, try and, let's, let's try and tip the scale back into positivity because while we're all being cautious, we can still absolutely be uplifting and motivating for people right now. It's, it's I think, um, never been more important. All right, so if you're leaving us, farewell. If you would like to stick around for five minutes or so, I'm going to talk about social media uh, confidence for yoga teachers, which is my short course, four-week course, uh, where I go into a truck ton of detail uh, in a pragmatic way about how you can do exactly that. Feel confident using social media. There's the link, amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social. This is the third time that I've run this course and people absolutely love it. Uh, I didn't think I would run it three times, but I love it too. We have so much fun. So I'm going to talk about what it includes uh, and all of those good things and uh, invite you to join. So essentially, it's uh, like I said, it's a four-week course. It starts at the end of this month. Um, and the way that I've set it up is that we have two Zoom calls a week. The first Zoom call is the training call. It goes for 90 minutes and it's just similar to what we've done today. I teach you a bunch of stuff. Um, and over the course of the four weeks, we start with the basics. Then we look at in the first module, we really cover the different types of posts. So you never feel stuck about what do I post now? I've broken it down into the, um, some recipes about the four different categories of posts, um, how to do that. We look at things like brand colors, brand identity, we look at patterns on Instagram. We look at how to find all of your hashtags, get the basics down in the first uh, module. The second week on the training, we talk, about, um, we talk about video, how to feel good about that, checklist to get going, what equipment you need, the different types of videos, how long, how to save them. Uh, in the third week, we talk about um, efficiency gains. So how do you do all of this stuff without it consuming your life? How do you schedule your content? How do you make something for one platform and use it across three other platforms so that you can do it once and use it multiple times? Um, growing your following, we talk about that in a whole lot more detail. And then in week four, we look at once we get beyond the basics, what might be some additional platforms for you? And again, how can you be repurposing content to grow your business in different ways. So for example, if you're looking to launch a YouTube channel and you want to monetize that, we'll be talking, which is pertinent right now, of course, we'll be talking about that in week four. So each week we have a training uh, that goes for 90 minutes. And then because I'm obsessed about getting you to confidence, each week we also have a follow-up call, which is just straight up Q&A, where based on what you've just learned, we sit all together for an hour or a bit longer if we need it, and I look at what you've been doing and I answer all of your specific questions about what it is that you've got done, where you've hit a roadblock, what you tried, how it worked, celebrating successes and unpacking and unpicking uh, missteps. So this program, I don't only do these Q&As as part of my programs, but I really want to make sure that this is not just another home study course that you sign up for and never use. I want you to not only use it, but refine as you use it. So by the end of the four weeks, you truly feel confident about sharing your gifts of yoga with the people who really need it. So that's how it works. Um, here's some testimonials from people who have done it before. Like I said, the people who do this course are the people who are avoidant of social media, um, resistant, don't like to use it personally, um, don't think they're techie enough, don't think they look like a yoga person, all of this sort of nonsense. Um, 
we do a whole lot of work to overcome that. And what's also so great about this program is that you will, um, part of what's included is you all connect with each other. So um, here's Jody in Australia and Astra uh, in the UK. Um, what's also great about this program is that you all connect with each other. So for, well, this, this is definitely what's happened in the two times I've taught it so far. Um, people start following each other and then they also comment and support each other along the way. So suddenly you have all of these additional people who are supporting your social media as you're posting stuff, commenting on it and helping you feel inspired and you're doing the same for them. So you'll make new business contacts, you'll make new friends and you'll, it really does feel like a bit of a social media coming out party as um, you're learning with everybody else. Um, some more people who have been through the program and what they have to say about it. Um, like I said, it, I, I freaking love this program. It's super fun. Okay, so how much does it cost and all of those good things? Uh, it's 197 Australian, which I did the conversion last night, is about 100 quid and about 128 US. Um, obviously, no fluctuating, but that gives you the uh, rough outline. People have had great outcomes, as I'm sure you can imagine, from the program. Um, and as I was talking to... Uh, someone two days ago who just graduated from it. She described it herself as a no-brainer level of investment. So if you are looking to get confident on social media and if you know you need to start looking at alternate ways of generating income right now for your yoga business, social media is going to be a really important platform for you. I totally think that you should sign up. One, we'll have fun. Two, you'll get confident using social media. And three, um, it might be a skill set that needs polishing right now. So I just wanted to throw out an incentive if you did want to jump in on this training, uh, and that is if you do register for Social Media Confidence for Yoga Teachers today, I'll love, I would love to also give you a private one-on-one -on -one session with me. It's a coaching session that goes for 45 minutes. Um, if you buy those one at a time, it's 250 bucks, so you can have that for free, such that uh, at any point during the course or even in the month uh, following the course, you and I can sit down together and really take a look at what it is that you're doing. You can use that time to look at your social media or you can use it for anything else that you fancy. Um, but it's going to be a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me. I don't normally, I very rarely, I don't give these away, um, but I feel like um, everybody needs a bit more help right now. Um, so I'd like to do that for you. If you are going to sign up for Social Media Confidence for Yoga Teachers, go check out the program. And if you register in the next 24 hours, you will also get that complimentary coaching session with me that you've got two months to use to really, um, like I said, refine what it is that you're doing on social. Or if you prefer, look at things like how do I diversify my offerings? What is my business plan over the next couple of months? How do I recoup costs from a retreat that didn't go ahead? What can I offer differently? How, how can I formulate my online retreats and monetize them because I can't teach in person anymore or whatever else it is that you're working on? Um, you've got 45 minutes with me as your coach to get that sorted. And I think, yeah, I think that's my last slide. So um, like I said, I'm obsessed about social media for yoga teachers. I am a reluctant social media user uh, and a yoga teacher, so I know where you might be at. And um, I have seen yoga teachers get incredible results with this program. It's a great time to sign up for it, particularly if you get the free coaching with me um, if you sign up in the next 24 hours. If you take a look at the program and it's not for you right now, um, might be for you another time or never. Uh, but if you do feel called to hang out with us for four weeks of great content and goofy yoga gags, I do need to declare that that is part of the program. You will get those. It's just I can't avoid it. Uh, so if you hate that, don't sign up. Um, but if that sounds good to you and just uh, honestly being in a group of people who are high vibe and coming together to talk positive stuff, get yourself signed up. Uh, if you have any questions, you can email them to me or hit me up on Insta at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Um, and I think that's everything. Marie, you are so welcome. And um, well, this is, I'm so excited. Sherry says, thanks, lots of good ideas. Yes, but Sherry, they can't just be ideas. You have to do them. 
Um, Melissa, I missed the beginning. Will there be a replay? Yes. Uh, as soon as I've loaded, uploaded, whatever, I'll send you an email, Melissa, with the link. Um, such a useful hour, says Natalia. Awesome. Yay. Great. Uh, thank you. Yay. Great, everybody. Okay. So um, thanks, everyone, for joining me. Uh, like I said, if you've got questions about the program, email me. Otherwise, do get yourself signed up. Um, it's awesome. And you get the free coaching, which is bonko. So get signed up quick. Um, and uh, take care, right? Take care and, and stay positive and uh, well. And um, if there's anything I can do, if you're going into freak out mode, if there's anything I can do, let me know. Um, I want to you know, support you all as much as I can. And I'm sure your community is feeling so you're feeling the same about your community. So keep those cups full. Um, you know you can't serve from a place of emptiness. So do whatever you need to do to stay well in all your in all of your koshas, not just the the physical body. Um, okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Take deep care, everybody, and uh, thanks so much for spending some time with me. Um, let me go back to my head. There we are. It's been lovely talking to you all. Have a great day, night, afternoon, morning. Uh, hopefully I'll speak with you all soon on social media confidence for yoga teachers and um, yeah till then bye so there you have it folks another edition of the abundant yoga teacher podcast hey favor to ask if you found the content useful I would be very grateful if you could support this podcast by giving me a five star rating and if you've got a moment a review would be super cool no pressure of course like I said earlier, if you have any suggestions for podcast topics in the future, I would love to be in service. DM me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Take deep care.